0: Welcome and thank you for joining us on The Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we review Stunning Conway Farms Golf Club outside of Chicago and discuss the best ways to keep your golf game sharp during the winter season. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to The Sandy Pars Golf Podcast. I am joined by my co-host Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. I'm your host, Randy Duran. Um, we have some some great topics to get into today. Our first ever private golf course review. Um, you know, I've played on some semi privates uh, at uh, same as you. Yes, um, I've played on some exclusive courses that are hard to get onto, uh, but never a strictly private one. Um, we'll also get into the best ways for golfers to keep their game sharp during the winter. Um, I mean, we just had a huge storm come through here in, in Northern California, shut uh, golf courses down for a couple of days, but, um, you know, the rest of the country, there's people who can't play golf for a at few all. We're, yeah, We're lucky.
1: I mean, we get to
0: work our games here in the uh, winter time and yeah. we'll have some nice days to go out there and play and the courses won't be, you know, just terrible for three to four months. So, um, I got to, yeah, so I played golf in in Chicago at Conway Farms uh, Golf Club. My brother-in-law, Jack, shout out Jack, um, we had the whole family out there and we got to play on Saturday morning, Um, I think it was like the 15th or the 16th, and it was beautiful. Um, Beautiful clear skies, a little chilly, um, but overall, just being able to go out there with with him and some of his buddies and, and tear it up a little bit about the golf course, Um actually opened in 1991, and it's a, let's see, Tom Fazio award-winning course. It hosts Ooh. Yeah, it hosts several um PGA Tour events. It's hosted the BMW Championship for three years. I think it was 2013, 2015. Yes. In 2017. Um, also... I think it was a part of the uh, the, the FedEx playoffs at one point. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, and so uh, uh, just a couple of years ago, exactly, uh, 2017, I believe. Yes, Luke Donald used to hold the record there at 61 until oh, until a little blast like, from the past. Yeah, and then Jim Furyk set the the record there at 59. So that's one of Furyk's you know sub 60 rounds was out there at Conway. Overall, uh, wonderful court. Wonderful course. Um, played pretty good. Having a caddy for the first time, that was an interesting experience. This
1: was your first time with a caddy. Didn't, yeah, first you you didn't. You didn't have a caddy out at a Pebble or in... nope, nowhere Damn. else. Yeah. yeah. Cat, having a caddy is nice. It's a good time.
0: Yeah. My boy Annibal. He uh, he hooked it up all day. I had. I think. I mean, I played pretty well. We played. So I wanted. I want to clarify. Only got to play the back nine twice because they're completely renovating the entire golf course um, they are renovating the front nine right now and if you look at it like you can tell the bunker the bunkers are different with different kinds of uh it's a different color sand uh beautiful and fluffy they're moving things around like uh, if you go to their website for conway farms they have like vimeos or videos too of all pulling, the changes that pull they're pulling up right now, yeah, it's pretty sick. So, How, so
1: are they closer to the uh, are they closer
0: to the beginning or the end of these changes? So it looked like they were, um, you know, some of the holes were finished, but it won't, um, they'll be ready for the for next season, it looks like. So okay. just doing it nine holes at a time, it looks like everything will be ready. And they've got, got all year. winter to really hammer right. some shit down where people aren't playing exactly. Okay,
1: so now I got this spot picked
0: up, I recognize the logo from Jack's bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like they're really, you know, uh juicing up the course to make it a little bit more difficult for when the tour pros come here. They're not put posting sixty ones and fifty nines out there. Um I mean I think the
1: nature of some of the mid not to rip on Midwest golf, but I think I think the pros are just gonna rip those courses apart, you know. Right. Uh Right. There there's not too much elements um nor contour unless it's i mean yeah. obviously they it's, make they man make, make the it. contour it just, like, just like just like we we're talking at the on a on the last pod with the Ryder cup exactly um but yeah i think those guys are always going to rip those courses apart right which i mean i like watching that more for know? sure you like, you like uh, watching the scoring Minus um, when I'm watching like the U.S. Open, dude. This this course looks sick. I'm looking at it's it. It's right really now.
0: nice. Everything was like you know. I'll get into it, but everything was super plush. The whole vibe there is legit. I had a really great time. Um, you know the 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 first nine that we played of the back nine, uh, actually played really well. Had uh, I had a birdie on uh, the most bullshit birdie I think I've ever made in the past like five years. I was I hit my second shot just short of the green, and putted just off of the green and on this green though it had all like the, the like these like seeds or whatever like things that have fallen off the tree that was going to make the ball bounce you know left or right mm-hmm. or whatever and Annabal, my boy picked me up he said hey aim at this little one right here and he goes best uh, worst case scenario it hits one of these things and bounces one way and then hits another one and bounces it and, and it goes in I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's exactly what happened. I aimed at that little thing, and dude, I having head. the ca- having a caddy is so valuable. It was insane. It ricocheted off of two of these things, and then gently rolled right into the center of the cup for my first birdie. Um, my second birdie came on the second nine, on twelve, and I actually hit a really good shot. I hit a drive in the fairway. Hit a eight iron. A traditional the traditional birdie. Yes, <laughs> one that you expect to make. Dude, the sec- best shot of the day, uh, over the tree um yeah directly over the tree with a little bit of a of a tight fade landed like right next to the hole i had like an eight footer for birdie it.
1: now let me ask you this how long did your your, uh your round take
0: oh it was like three and a half hours that's country club living right there that's private course living right there that's the best part about it we should get into it then because that was the best part of the experience is like it's just so like like easy going when you're going to go play some golf. It's not, like all up tight. Like you have to make your tee time, like hurry up, you know, yeah. uh, you're, you're rushing on the range, you're rushing to get food and stuff. before. It's a different vibe because totally it's, it's vibe.
1: everyone there is atoning to members. Mm-hmm. And, and and so, yeah, totally different vibe. Um,
0: Jack's the goddamn mayor there already. Of course he is. This guy was, I have a picture of this guy making, making drinks behind the bar because of course he is. nobody was there. So he's like, I'm just going to make a drink. And that's how it goes there. They that's have the a comfort thing. station right there. I mean, there's a comfort station. You can go in there, grab beers. Not quite the one at Del Sol, which had like shots and attendants working yep, there. Yeah, yep, 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 yeah, yeah. But still. But still, a comfort station nonetheless.
1: That is the beauty of private private golf. But um,
0: 100%. Having the caddy was dope. Being able to walk without your clubs felt pretty cool. All right, so 100%. having a caddy
1: is great. Don't you feel like an asshole for being such a shitty golfer and having a
0: caddy? For sure, uh, shot, But dude, so <laughs> and, my boy Hannibal liked me though because I'm, I shot a thirty-eight on the front. I've played hell. Well, good. you're a
1: good golfer, but I mean, you know, I say shitty just in, but in, like, but,
0: but that was my fear is the exact same fear is like, okay, this guy plays with with sticks all day. I'm gonna go out here and hack it up. For, he
1: sees so many people that aren't. It, yeah, you know, you gotta. We gotta put it into perspective that the majority of people that these guys see probably. Are, are not Maybe at a private course, yes. But maybe not. But, but maybe not because you get people that are just entertaining, right? Yeah. And bringing people out there. And so that's who's going to caddy because your member that plays that course fucking five times, you know, f- five yeah. times a week, yeah. he knows the course. He doesn't need a caddy to exactly. fucking play that.
0: He's probably already paying his ass out and dues and all this other shit. So... Yeah, Um, my cat, who was cool as fuck, Annabelle. uh, he actually like went to protect me like on, uh, there was this one particular hole where it lined, it lined some homes and between the homes and the golf course was like this really like thin wooden fence, like just two like logs, you know, uh, going across and the house was like, seriously, 30 yards from that little fence. And from that fence to the fairway was about 30 yards. I hit my ball in play uh, inside that fence. Well, Jack was helping me look for my ball, and he found some like pinnacle or some shit out there. And was like, great oh. ball finder. He's yeah, he's a great <laughs> ball finder. Um, he's like, oh, this isn't yours, and he just like hit it into this guy's yard. Just like you know, hey, you know, you want a golf ball if, like for your kids to play with, blah blah. Dude, I'm not kidding. The homeowner comes out and like. It's probably
1: not what he wanted. Comes out and he goes,
0: what the fuck are you doing? He goes, you're hitting golf balls in my yard. I was like, sir, my ball's right here. I was like, my ball has like the flag on it. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just saw you.
1: He That's goes, a pinnacle tour. Dude,
0: yeah. He goes, I just, I just saw you. I just saw you. And this dude starts marching towards me. And Annabelle steps right between me and this guy. He goes, don't worry about this guy. He's always got a fucking problem. And like the dude was like, you know, like, cur- curse and all that stuff. I, I saw you. I saw Already, you. I'm
1: going to take Annabelle over the yeah. guy that lives on the golf course. And, like,
0: and- dude, I had no idea what this guy was doing. So, I thought that he was legitimately, like, crazy because I didn't hit my ball in his yard. Jack told me after the fact that he had hit that ball in the yard. He goes, oh, yeah. Well, I, I just thought, you know, just hit it in there because who wouldn't want a golf ball, right? This fool who lives on a golf course apparently doesn't want a golf ball in his fucking well, he probably car. had
1: windows broken and, you know. Yeah, I guess. But hey, don't live on a golf course if you don't want your I fucking mean, windows to get broken by golf balls. For sure, pretty um, simple solution.
0: But yeah, I mean overall, uh, I gotta say it was a positive experience. Um, everything about it, from beginning to end, just like the the low stress. Just other than that moment, um, but going out there and playing, uh, you know, no waiting for anything. It was it was fun. Yes. Facilities there, so we'll just get into the course rating right now. Facilities top-notch excellent range grass unlimited you don't have to pay for the balls obviously yep um tpx short. yeah tailor-made tpx's
1: nice well short little nice little short game area too to practice nice in little short
0: game area uh a couple putting greens one was under repair for or was a part of the the front nine so we didn't mm-hmm. get to use that one tons of targets in the in the, the range is huge it was just absolutely like gigantic you could totally see like them hosting a tour event there um and tons of targets so like i don't know there's probably like five or six greens out there to aim at um with bunkers and all that kind of stuff that makes it really fun to really dial in yardages and if, if you're just going to have a rain session pretty pretty solid jack said they also have a um a simulator there too for the winter for the time. winter time mm-hmm, which ties into what one we're one simulator i'm not sure how many but That doesn't seem to bode well. I'd imagine they probably have a couple. Yeah, uh, yeah. I but, guess you're probably right. So i will to cl- clarify with him. Um, but nonetheless, pretty yeah.
1: sweet. Accommodations for the
0: wintertime. Pro Shop. The Pro Shop was awesome. It was big. I'm looking at it right now. It had some high-end stuff, not going to lie. I mean, you know, Smathers and Branson belts and like Peter Millar stuff. That's so. where Jack's always getting his Peter Millar. I'm now a Peter Millar guy, so. Well, I mean, Conway Farms got you covered. They also had a welcome pup, like a dog. They had a little uh, uh, golden in there. Golden just, Retriever? Just hanging out, yeah. Love it, love it. So I have to give that as many points as I possibly can for that. Um, restaurant, bar, the, wine cellar the, the, uh, there's a wine cellar there yeah bro i'm did, looking did,
1: right at it come I, enjoy come and enjoy conway's state of the art wine cellar
0: holy shit we have
1: over 2000 wines to select from
0: oh my featuring god featuring
1: famous wine
0: maker makers and vintages oh my god from all over the world oh shit well we didn't have any wine uh the restaurant there was legit though um we went there for uh post round lunch um Had the Conway burger, which I highly recommend. He actually might be serving that at his wedding, which would be sweet. Hmm. Also had great on-course service throughout the day. Phone call, five minutes. Uh, Our boy Rico (laughs) would be out there uh, hooking it up with some transfusions. So overall. Cart cart boy? uh, Yes, yes. Maximum score. All right,
1: all right. Having not been there.
0: I'm going to dock you on that
1: a little bit. (laughs) Well, there's (laughs) only nine holes
0: open. So you got to think that, you know, service is limited, right? There's not as many people out there. So maybe they're, yeah, maybe their A team isn't around. Got the off months, off season. Yeah, looming, you know, towards the end of the year. In the gym. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Course conditions, dude, absolutely plush, tee to green, no complaints whatsoever. Um, the, the tea complexes they got, the tea boxes, they're, they're so big that they can move the teas around. It looks like from, you know, a dozen different places or more, uh, fairways, super nice. It wasn't, it wasn't super wet. It wasn't super fast. It was, you know, damp in the beginning and dried out throughout the day. The greens were super nice. Some of them had like the, the seeds, like I was telling you yep, about on yep. it, but like that wasn't too often. And you could see that there was guys walking around blowing that shit off throughout the day. Uh, so, I mean, again, I can't really knock anything except maybe the bunkers since they're improving the bunkers in the new, in the new course that they're building. So if they're admitting that those need to be improved, then I guess I, I would have to agree with that too. Um, I think I, I think I hit one shot out of the sand and it wasn't that great. I think I just chunked I the shit. One out shot there. out of the sand is not bad though. It means you're not yeah. hitting
1: into the sand.
0: Yeah, but so but overall, the course design, playability. I think if you're a member at a place like that, the way the tee boxes are set up, if you're not, even, if even if you're not a hot, uh, a low handicapper, you can go out there and have a good time. There's yeah, they a, probably have a grip of tees, right? A grip of tees, like I was just saying. Um, a lot of there's a lot of water out there. At least in, on that nine that we played it was in play several you know on several holes yeah. i would say like four holes or whatever
1: that's i've only played a a regular ass muni course in illinois mm-hmm. um, but there was a shitload of water like cuz that t- that was essentially the course was flat it had no other teeth aside from the water yep um so i would imagine more courses are are kind of shaped up like that out there
0: right and i really wish i could have seen like the whole course like i said only played nine uh but from what i what i got was like that was probably a theme throughout you know mm-hmm. th- there were some well-placed trees there were some places if you did spray a ball you were going to be in jail but not very many for the most part if you kept it on a certain side you weren't going to be uh in too much trouble i love the par threes i think uh my favorite hole is the 18th par five it's got a creek that kind of comes in uh on one yardage and it comes out on another and it's got like this cool little bridge uh Mm -hmm. that you walk over believe you i I think i you i saw a photo that you posted of of you on that bridge yeah with our with our buddies behind us looking for their golf balls after we played a hell of a front nine um or first nine um if i had to describe it i would say it's linksy to a degree but like comparable to valley courses that we see that have water you know what i mean it's flat, not too much elevation change. Um, you know, there was a little bit here and there, but for the most part, I would that's how I would compare it. Yeah. But I think like like I said, fun for all skill levels. The the gorse the course conditions were amazing. It was very windy. I mean, you're in Chicago, so what do you expect? The windy city. Yeah. So the wind picked up on the on the second nine, but overall, I mean, just an ap- the 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 first nine we played was ideal conditions. I mean, it was a little chilly, like I said, but other than that, wonderful. Nice. So, I mean, with that said, I'm going to have to give it, in terms of McKenzie's here, I'm going to give it a 4-3-6. Ooh, very nice. Um, That ranks ahead of some of our favorites here. Um, Harding Park, it's ahead of Silverado. And, Ooh. and just ahead of Royal Blue in the Bahamas, uh, got to give, got to give the nod to Ro, uh, or just, uh, above that one. Royal Blue was top notch. Really loved that course. So yeah, fuck Harding. I mean, I uh, like Harding, but I always <laughs> play like shit there. Uh, so, and I do reserve the right to update that review. Once when, having gone back and playing the and full, put, the full course. Yes, right? Exactly. Exactly.
1: And hopefully, Jack, <clears throat> I could shed some light on
0: to the review as well. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be done in early spring or, or in spring next year. ESP. Wait. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be legit. That'll be legit. All right. Well, speaking of um, Chicago in an area that loses all golf for, what, three, four months? Yeah, pennant where you're at. Shit. I mean, we're very lucky. Like again, we, we don't we earlier. don't lose golf. No, we lo- we might lose a few days a week, but I mean, for the most part, and, it, don't and play. it definitely
1: impacts our play, right? Right. Shit, especially here in San Francisco, shit gets wet and and bogged down. But, um, yeah, we don't have the
0: the perils as your Midwest or East Coast golfer has in the yeah, wintertime. Exactly. Um, I mean, they have to stay indoors to play. Like I was talking to Jack, and the one thing that he does is go to the simulator at Conway. But other than that, like, it's just time off, you know. <laughs> just maybe, maybe mm-hmm. you'll forget some bad habits. Um, I mean, what? What? I, one of the things that I had for keeping your game sharp is keeping yourself, your body in shape, in in a way well so I mean, that's one thing that you specialize in
1: especially so. if you're in like an area where you can't play right then i would mm-hmm. focus definitely on on what what you can do physically right. uh, i have written down for just keeping your game short in the winter identify your two weaknesses one being physical and then one being like on your game side right mm-hmm. uh and i still think in the winter time you can effectively practice putting and chipping somehow mm-hmm. um I think everyone could probably benefit from that, but uh, yeah, your physical weakness or finding kind of what where where you want to go. Um, hopefully, more golfers are getting hip to it. I mean, now everyone that uh, you look at these guys now on the PGA Tour and all these guys are are, are real athletes, right? Um, and every it seems like every week some dude wins. There's TPI's got like them training with their trainer, right? So. Mm-hmm. They're getting much more athletic, but I think your average person, um, especially if you're just trying to, I mean, it comes to two points, really. Uh, There's two type of golfers. There's probably your really skilled, kind of low handicap golfers that are probably already in decent shape Mm -hmm. and are looking to enhance their performance. And I think for your like everyday weekend golfer, they struggle, you know, if they play a lot of golf in the summer, they struggle just to stay healthy enough to play golf. Um, and so the winter time is a great time to figure out kind of where you wanna dial in and what you wanna do um and I would say you first need to figure out if it what your goal is if it's you know to enhance performance or are you like not being able to make it through rounds pain free which I think the majority of people are probably in the second hand of the or the latter of those groups right mm-hmm. um and in that case, I mean it goes. I would imagine right it's not just pain in your golf game. I would think you're probably going through pain in in like everyday life as well, mm-hmm. and then golf just exacerbating those so you should have double motivation to try to you know get get yourself physically right um where to start with that like you know what I could give you is a i would say find a a, a find someone that's TPI certified. That's a, you know, a golf oriented strength coach or personal trainer, whatever. Right. But someone get someone that likes golf because mm-hmm. they're going to obviously be more inclined to, you know, they they can, they know the game of golf. They know the kind of the stress is a little bit more. Golf's a different game than any other sport. Right. And um, it requires a lot different. I mean, it's, 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 not to get crazy sciencey, but it's completely multiplanar, planar right? It's, it's moved. You've got forward and backward motion, side-to-side motion, rotational motion, tons of force coming through your spine. Um, so there's a lot going on there. Um, and so the first step is just linking up with someone that like you mesh well with um, mm-hmm. and having that person... That is rooted in some sort of golf. They don't again, they don't you don't have to be a a pro golfer to be a a pro golf strength coach or anything, but some kind of idea of what's going on while you're playing
0: golf. Right. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that really helps uh, at least help me was when you did my screening for the TPI. Yeah. and, And you explained like where I was limited or where I was areas I needed to work on. That would really help in a time like this. We can do your new stretches. You, you can, you can stretch like
1: even even if you're stuck, you have no equipment. Right. Mm-hmm. Last year, worst case scenario, pandemic gyms aren't open. Right. I could still give you something um to work on, like your mobility and improve, improve that. Right. Um But it comes from just finding a pro, uh, a, a trainer in your area, someone and and. Ch- most likely like if you work with a golf pro he probably knows a, a strength coach or a personal trainer right. that he would recommend but the it starts with just screening because then you can identify kind of like where your body limits you right um and then it's just a mix between the what what are what's your weakness right is it are you limited mobility wise are you limited strength wise mm-hmm. i would say as far as just training for golf doesn't need to be over complicated i think I see as a strength coach, I'm not a huge Instagram strength coach guy. I see so much like weird shit for golf, like where like these guys got like a foam roller that they're balancing and they're trying to like rotate two weights and um I train most of my golfers like any other athlete
0: yeah I mean if you're uh, if you're if you're in your early twenties or if you're in your twenties, that makes sense, but if, like most most golfers who get into it get into it late, you know what I mean, yeah and they they can't be doing that type of you shit. You just
1: well, and it's like, dude. I mean, you know, if your if your golf coach has you like swinging on a stability ball or doing some bullshit like that, like how many times? Where do you, do you ever swing on a stability ball on a course? No. Fuck no. You're on a on the ground, so like your your feet should be on the ground. You should be doing. I, I'm a meathead and an old strength guy, so like, I mean, dude, just doing fundamental lifts, squatting, deadlifting, right? Getting your core strong. That's going to greatly improve everything in your game. Making sure, I mean, I would say number one thing is core. Figure out, you know, where your core is lacking. There's three easy exercises. I'll post this on the the SBSS account, which I've totally forgotten about. Um, But three easy exercises. You can do dead bugs. You know them. Dead bugs, side planks, and then bird dogs, reaching opposite arm and leg.
0: The the rounds that I've played my best with you have been the ones where I've been able to finish the round, like you said, pain free. And I'm not an old guy, uh, but just being able to finish strong, essentially, when those last like you know four holes, we'll say, you know, you're out there swinging, waiting, swinging, waiting, hot, cold, yeah, yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, being able to finish out and be like, you know, not just super sore, super tight, or in any type of pain, was uh, was I mean, it really helps in the long run. For, to save strokes,
1: and I, I think what you'll find is as you begin to do an exercise program, you realize mo- a lot of people, right? You've we've all realized this, like, dude, you should, at, you know, you should spend a little bit of time before your round, before you go to the course, mm-hmm. just getting yourself prepped and warmed up. Like, yep. it makes zero sense. I would never just go straight to a hundred mile per hour pitching machine and fucking just start ripping, trying to rip rip fucking liners, right? Right. The, the worst, uh, the worst <laughs> and you're going to step up to the first tee ice cold and just think
0: that you're going to smoke a ball. I totally agree. Um for myself, you know, or for both of us, we have to drive, you know, in a car seated for a, for a long time, you know, 15 minutes at the shortest to go play around a golf, right? Um and it's usually first thing in the morning. It's out of bed. Yep. You know, have your coffee, get dressed and then and then you're out the door. I can't do that. I have to wake up super early to to get loose because there's going to be that car ride. You no, know, there's a car ride. We're going to
1: stiffen up, but even if you get loose before the car ride, it still makes a huge difference, huge right? Difference. Because then it doesn't take you five holes to get loose when you're on the course. Maybe exactly. it takes you one hole if you say you can't go go hit the range. So right. uh yeah, dude, it's Figuring out where you, you know, what, again, what your weakness is. I would say just general golfers is it just improve your your strength. It doesn't need, Mm -hmm. and most of all, improve your leg strength. You don't need to be doing some crazy rotational shit where you're fucking on a stability ball doing all this, you know, bonkers ass stuff. I agree with that. Just just learn how to squat, deadlift, get your core right, and it's going to make, the the world of difference
0: i think that it makes it easier staying in your posture through your swing when 100% when your lower half is stronger instead of wanting to stand and then, up
1: and and then the other thing like we just touched on I would say is is try to establish some kind of pre-round you know quick little warm up i'm talking 5 to 10 minutes you don't need to be doing brooks kepka pulling fucking heavy dumbbell rows before you're you're going to play but 5 to 10 minutes something you can do easy before you leave or even on the range right uh before you go play and it's gonna make the world a difference
0: Hamsh- hamstrings hips
1: hammies hips glutes glutes i mean glutes are the the hips um, right. but like like core core strength yeah low low back stability probably the most important oh learning how to rotate i mean you know upper upper shoulder there's so much so much it, 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 again that's where it comes down to just finding a pro, right? Because you you're going to be much different than me, right? My right. needs are different than yours. Um how we swing is different and that's why it's nice to find a trainer that is at least interested in golf because they're going to know to, know that like everyone swings a lot differently.
0: Right. right? And they're going to know what areas to focus exactly. on. Exactly. Um okay. Dude, that was great. Um other than follow, staying in shape, oh, follow yeah.
1: Strong Body, Strong Swing on Instagram. I will be on there. I gotta, I gotta make a post. I gotta get this shit going back. TPI certified. TPI certified. I'm not always posting on IG because I'm too busy working with clients, um, and I fucking hate posting on Instagram. So, but <laughs> I, 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 I can't. If I tout it on the podcast, now I know I'll hold myself accountable. I'll make a post here in the next two weeks. Nice.
0: <laughs> it's about time, dude. Come on. I know. I've fucking been saying it for a month. <laughs> um, so outside of like being in shape, uh, another thing that I thought would be like you kind of mentioned it earlier, you kind of talked about it, was uh, like a, getting like a putting mat or a, a, a trainer, like a putting trainer. For, putting mat? Yeah.
1: Or even a little chipping
0: net too. You can get a chipping net. Uh, I live in the city, so that's almost impossible to do that here, especially if you have a dog running around. Um, well, we can go chip at the course too. That's true. So, yeah, definitely would would recommend something like that. I really did like having, um, you know, a little tiny putting mat with three holes on it. Not necessarily like the the trainer, you know, that's like straight forward, straight yeah. back type stuff. Um, but I'm coming around to those, and I also like the putt out, the little, uh, you know, plastic piece that you can put out there it has a hole and really focuses on hitting like the the true perfect putt. Uh, how about
1: uh, how about just some mirror work? True, you know, yeah. Um, just rehearsing the swing and mirror work. Get in mm-hmm. there one last time with your your coach. See what he wants you to to practice on and mirror and videotape yourself. And just just again try to whatever your issue is take away at the top of your swing, but mm-hmm. lock in on on
0: that portion of your swing and, right. and and get the reps in. If you can't go, actually hit balls. Master the like one, two, or three changes that mm-hmm. you're really trying to focus on, and just just completely come back in the, in the spring or the, the summer with those three things, or, you know, one, two, three things dialed in. Um, I like that. So like a part of that is investing in lessons though, too. So 100%. So this is a great time to invest in some lessons. I mean, we have, we have Dylan Smith who does our lessons, the man, uh, the man. Uh, but I, I mean, it's a great time to do that. You can get lessons virtually now, if you go to you know like an indoor driving range, you can send you can send videos of yourself to them um, via skillist or what or whatever. However, your golf coach manages that type of lesson,
1: and I think that's probably the best route as far as getting your value out of the lesson. Maybe not being able to hit a ball and just practice again, the mm-hmm. motions. And like we touched on mirror work, or just if you don't got a mirror, cell phone video work, right? But just video self video. Get feedback on the the changes that you're trying to make.
0: It's almost better because you're not hitting a ball, right? So the yeah, only thing that's what I'm saying, hit, right? you
1: can't you so you can just work on the motion. You don't get the negative feedback because obviously, you know, anyone that's been through trying to make a swing change, you're gonna hit a shitload of terrible oh, shots. It's, it's gonna be embarrassing. It's, gonna it's be really it's, embarrassing. It's, it's, it's uh, but that's part of the process, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's probably the hardest part of the process, I would say. Uh, you're putting in the work and you're not getting quite the positive feedback so if you just put the motions in and you don't you have no feedback may actually end up helping you I don't know Yeah. again we don't really have these problems here in California right um,
0: right fucks um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the last thing that I had was um, a great time to do some reading and I've been really all about some of the great golf books that are out there I have a a review of Hogan's 5 Lessons, probably the bible of all, you know, golf related swing books. Uh I also have uh a- Dude the Mental Game. Yeah.
1: We've talked about it many times on here, but yeah. Dr. That- Bob will find
0: wonderful people. <laughs> We have we have Golf is Not a Game of Perfect by uh Dr. Bob Rotella, which was an excellent excellent yep, book. I listened to that book um we also had Zen Golf by Dr. Jo- Joseph Parent. And what, what was his boy's name? His Oh uh, shit. Uh, his Chamba. his mentor. Yeah, <laughs> Title details. Let's see. We got we gotta get his his name right. It was uh oh, they're not even gonna shout it out. Okay. Well, his his Buddhist uh teacher, who he... Sites throughout the book, and then Harvey panics. Little red, Book. little red book. I'm only halfway through that one. I just
1: started that. That was recommended to me by
0: one of my clients. Um, and it, it's it's fantastic. But I'm, yeah,
1: that I didn't even think of that. Get you one of these mental books. Yeah, cause that's that's the
0: money maker. I mean. It's going to be the holiday season here. You're going to have some fires lit. You're going to have yourself a nice brown liquor in a a glass. If
1: you can take one little mental nugget away from any of those books, I think it'll help you out on the course in the springtime.
0: For sure. And and the books that we've already read, like I've... I, I review the notes I've taken on them or I'll listen to them again because there's just so many great points that it's easy to forget the more and more you play. The yep. further away you get from you it. You start going back to
1: your old shit. Yeah. I realized I was out of my routine mm-hmm. uh, when I was sculling balls all over the, the Fleming course with you the last time.
0: Dude, that would uh, be a good thing to work on is your routine, your 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 shot routine.
1: Completely throughout. fell out
0: of it. Yeah. That's one thing you can work on indoors May or may
1: not have been some libations involved in the, the falling out of the routine. But
0: yeah. uh Well that's one thing. If you're going if you're gonna go play and you try to shoot a low score, don't uh, booze. Don't booze. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to accept your goddamn score. Um if you're gonna go out there and have some libations, which is what I did at Conway on the second nine and lost us the match. But hey, that that front nine was unforgettable. Things, things happen. You were, you were vacationing. I mean, and I was on vacation with the family. What do you expect? My first time at a, at a private course. Um, anything else? What, what else you got? You got anything else for staying sharp? Um,
1: No. Shit. I think i got to practice what we preach on here. I'm
0: dying to get out there and practicing again. I haven't been able to practice. I, dude, I haven't hit balls. I was surprised at how well I played
1: over this last weekend. Sometimes I've, it's I've a an, good thing. I hit. Yeah.
0: Sometimes it's a good thing. Um, and my short, I was, I was amazed at how well my short game was. Um, we'll be in Fresno on the 6th of November. So maybe like our, our boy Mikey here will, uh, <laughs> get, get us a tea time at, at Sunnyside. I mean, I gave them a, I gave them a great review. Um, you know, yeah, maybe I gave him a, I gave him a great review that I haven't documented, but I know that it was good. Uh, And that—that's actually that was the first country club I've ever played or private course I've ever played. Was the Sunnyside? My apologies, Mikey. Um, I played a couple private courses. Yeah, that that was that was that was the first one. So my sincerest apologies. First Illinois private. Yeah, first out of state. So hopefully we'll be able to play then. I have no tee times, and we'll book something. Yeah, we'll get something booked here. Maybe a little
1: uh, executive. Hey. um... I guess I—I I mean, I don't really need to say this on air, but who cares? I just signed up to volunteer at the at Pebble Beach Pro You should do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa as okay, well. okay.
0: You gotta send that link. We're not going to share this link on here. Uh, we're going to wrap this up because I'm about to uh to log in here and and, and volunteer. Uh, are you? Is Avery going to do it too? I told him to. <laughs> I, know Mike's, I know Mike. I know Mike Duran's down. All right, everybody. We'll be here next send week. It to you. Uh. Great to be back. After we'll be on here. To, we'll, be, we'll be on here talking Bermuda championship. Yeah. yeah I'm sure that everyone's going to be watching that And until next time, hit them straight. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week for more fresh topics about the game. We love lastly, Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Golf and visit our website sandypars.com for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer Ryan Thiessen and until next time, hit him straight.